Hello everyone, my name is Tony and I'll be talking about life transformations and transitions in life. So for me, I'm in college now and when I look at my life as a whole, I can see how, how I've changed over the years. Uh, in today's episode, I'll be talking about the ninth grade version of myself and the mindset that I had at the beginning of high school. So, let's get started. I would say that my ninth grade self was very immature and he was very interesting to say the least. I wanted to be popular in ninth grade. And the reason why I wanted to be popular is because in eighth grade, I, I didn't have that many friends in, in my middle school. And over the summer, I, I signed up for a basketball camp and I went there to, to play basketball. And I was so bad. I was terrible at basketball. The only thing that I could do was score a layup. My dribbling was bad. My my shooting was bad. Uh, my jump shot was absolutely horrendous. Like, I I know that I had a bad form when I was shooting. I know that I that I uh, lacked physical abilities when I was playing basketball with my friends, and I could tell because my friends were better at basketball than I was, and. The mindset that I had was to, to, to fit in with those kids. The reason why I wanted to fit in with the basketball kids at my school is because they were popular, to say the least. If you made the basketball team at my school, then everyone was talking about you. Like the hockey players, the basketball players, and the, the football players were the most talked about people at my school. All right, I, I believe that's the case for most high schools. When it comes to high school, everyone talks about the athletes. Everyone talks about the football game, the homecoming game, the championship. For basketball, everyone talks about, you know, the basketball games, people pop out. And same with the hockey games as well. Well, maybe not for hockey. That might be a Minnesota thing, but yeah. So when I look at my ninth grade self, I just see how impatient I was to, to be popular because I, I always tried to, to do things that would annoy other people or, or um, bring attention to myself. I did things that, that would increase the amount of attention that I received from other people. That's what I did in high school. And I'll, uh, I'll give you guys an example of this, or everyone, I should say. Um, yeah. So at the beginning of high school, there was a time where um, I was talking to, to one of my friends, and my friend had another, had no, had another friend who um, was respected at my high school. And because of him being respected, I, 
I wanted to I I wanted to fit in with that crowd of people. I wanted to be respected as well. And my friend's friend who was respected um was cocky to say the least. Or he wasn't that cocky, but he he was somewhat cocky. And when I was talking to my friend, he told me that I should slap um the 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 friend the friend of his who was respected in my high school. And I agreed to the challenge. So I literally slapped this kid and then I ran to my classroom. And I did that because I wanted people to talk about me. I didn't do it because it was morally correct. And I didn't do it because I wanted to do it. It's because I wanted to be popular. And there was another time where I literally... Um, I literally had a fruit cup and I threw it at this kid's head. I threw, like, this kid was talking to his friends. I remember this, yeah. This kid was talking with three of his friends, like two girls and one guy. And when I, when I saw this kid, like, when I saw this guy who was respected in my school, I had a fruit cup in my right hand and I chucked it at his, at the back of his head. And man, I remember this. Like, he said, ah, that hurts. That's what the kid said when I threw the fruit cup at his head. And then after he said that, I ran to the bus. I ran at full speed. This kid was chasing me. This guy was chasing me to the bus. He was chasing me all the way there. And I was scared for my life because I knew that if this kid caught up to me, he would have beat the shit out of me. But I, I still ran to the bus, and I was still able to get there safely. And I was surprised about that. Like, I did that for popularity. I threw a fruit cup at this kid's head, and I slapped him in the face just for popularity. What, what type of shit is that? What type of shit is that? Like, my ninth grade self was so naive to the concept of patience and... The concept of actually, you know, getting to know yourself instead of instead of trying to be what everyone wants you to be, instead of trying to impress other people. And that's the issue that I had in ninth grade. I I was even hanging out with my friend and I asked out some random girls in the hallway to like homecoming because I wanted to impress my friend. I wanted to show him that I had game and I wanted to show him that I was confident in myself, but I still failed tremendously. Um, like there was this one time where, yeah, there was this one time where my friend uh, dared me to talk to this one girl and I asked her out and it was so awkward because the girl was with her friend and um, after I asked her out to homecoming and I asked for her number, she just looked at me with a blank face. Like, it was terrible. Like, she was not impressed at all. And after she did that, my friend ca uh, came into that situation and um, the girl told my friend that I asked her out to homecoming and I also asked her for her, for her number. And it was just so embarrassing. It was... It was bad because at that moment I knew that I fucked up. 
I knew that I fucked up. There was this other girl that I was interested in, and I, I, uh, I added her on Snapchat, and she added me back. And um, when I started texting her, she actually moved schools already, so she didn't go to my school anymore when I texted her. And I asked her out to homecoming, which was a stupid move, and she said that I was stupid because homecoming was last week. And I told her that I was talking about the the game. I was talking about the homecoming game, not the dance. Uh, The dance was the previous week. But I tried asking her out and she said no. And I kept on like asking her. And I forgot to mention this too. Like the first message that that she sent to me is who is this, which is already the wrong foot to start off of when you're talking to a girl. That is the wrong foot to step off because if a girl is asking you who you are when you text her, then you're done. You are done. I don't care about who you are. You are done unless this girl decides to text you first. That is a death sentence to most guys, but... Regardless of that being a death sentence, I was still persistent with trying to to impress this girl, and it was embarrassing. Um, I I even asked my friends um, how to FaceTime a girl. Like I wanted to FaceTime this girl that I was talking to, and he just told me to like ask her straight up if if she wanted to FaceTime. So that's exactly what I did. I asked this girl if she wanted to FaceTime. She said that she was good, and then I took a screenshot of the conversation. And it was embarrassing because I was texting her on Snapchat. So she received a notification that I screenshotted the conversation. And <laughs> when that happened, um, <laughs> she, she told me like that I'm a head ass because I screenshotted the conversation and she was angry. And I told her that I just... Um, sent it to my friends because I asked them how to like FaceTime a girl and yeah that's what happened and it was it was embarrassing Um, moving on to the next uh, situation I guess I tried I tried out for the basketball team and I was so bad like I remember how bad I was like the only good thing that I did during basketball tryouts was like steal the ball from one of my friends or not even my friend but I stole the ball from one of my from the person who I was guarding and everyone was like oh my Tony you are amazing at this like they were surprised they were shocked but everything else that I did on the basketball court was terrible that the cocky friends that I was talking about before the guy who I threw a fruit cup at and the guy who I slapped he tried out for the basketball team and he played against me and he literally destroyed me when we we were playing 1v1s. I couldn't defend this guy. I nearly fell over when when I was defending this guy. He literally broke my ankles and it was so bad. And I thought I was so nervous because I thought the coach saw that happen. And yeah, it was it was bad cuz yeah, after <sighs> Man, just just after I did those things, I got cut from the basketball team, and it was the most embarrassing thing that I uh, 
that I faced in ninth grade. I was so embarrassed because I was like, damn it, I didn't make the basketball team. And I was like, I was depressed for at least a week when I got cut from the team. And <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. And since I got cut from the basketball team, I just focused on, you know, doing well in school because I still had good grades, but I wanted to be popular. And yeah, I, there was even a time where I brought, literally brought a, a pillowcase and I said that it was a do-rag and it was, it was so cringy because I was literally wearing a pillowcase and I said that it was a do-rag. And the only reason why I did that is because I wanted to be popular. That is the only reason why I did that. I, I just wanted to be popular and I did that for attention. I, it's that simple. I did that for attention. And um, there was this other kid. He was like the most popular kid at my school, more popular than the kid who had respect. But like he was the most popular kid in my school. And like he literally snatched my do-rag away from me. I tried chasing him and uh, and he didn't give me he didn't give me my do-rag back. He, he just took it and he left. And I was mad about that. And pretty much no one tried to help me get my uh, quote-unquote fake do-rag from this guy. So then, yeah, it was, it was very cringy, man. Like, I even texted the guy who, t- who took my do-rag and he said, oh, um, I do boxing, so if... I, I'm not, I mean, here's what he said. I'm not giving you your do-rag back. And I kept on asking him, like, about the do-rag. And he said, I do boxing, so I'll beat your ass if you keep on asking me about your do-rag. It's not even a do-rag. It's, it's fake. And, yeah, it was, yeah, it was something, to say the least. It was something. And, yeah, for... For the rest of the, for the first half of the school year, I just relaxed a little bit. And there was even this other time where I was doing a driver's ed class and it was like the cringiest thing ever. I swear I cannot get any cringier than this. Like there were two girls in my driver's ed class and I also had a friend who was in my driver's ed class as well. And you know, me and my friends were taking the driver's ed class, trying to get a permit in ninth grade. And those two girls, I I had feelings for them. And I decided to approach them one day. And I was like, I asked them where the library was. And then I just said, yeah, I'm just joking around. I actually wanted to say that you guys are cute. And I was wondering if we could have a conversation. And that was like the cringiest thing that I said. Um, because like after I said that I completely fumbled the bag, um, like since we were in driver's ed class, I asked them like what cars they were going to drive after they received their permit. And I told them that my dad was like buying me a goddamn Tesla. Mind you, this was before 2020. Uh, so Teslas were like very brand new and it was just so cringy. It was insane. Like I I really just tried my best to impress these girls and I told them about I I lied about the Tesla 
And to make matters even worse, I was literally whispering when I was talking to them because I was so nervous. Like, I was actually surprised that I was even talking to these girls because I didn't think that approach would, would have worked. Like, asking them where the library was and then telling them that they're cute, asking them if I could talk, like, that was risky for me. And even when I said that, like, they they just laughed for, like, 30 to to 60 seconds like they couldn't stop laughing when I approached them and yeah it it ended up pretty bad because you know like (laughs) let's just say that you know I got kicked out of the conversation and I didn't have a chance with those girls after that let's just say that um in terms of like the rest of the school year I just tried like hanging out with the popular kids and I tried my best and it it was just so cringy like I just I just kept on doing dumb shit there was even a time where I I um I saw this kid who I used to be friends with and I literally like chucked a clementine at his forehead and I just like ran away and I this I just thought it was like so cringy, and then I always came into like this friend group that I wasn't a part of, and I always like tried to say the most craziest shit. Like I I just I was saying some crazy shit, and I I can't believe that I did those things in ninth grade. <sighs> that was before winter break. After winter break, I I wanted to be popular like as as of always and i i just kept on wearing my my beat solo 3s they were headphones that i i received for christmas and when i received those headphones i just wore them everywhere at school because i wanted to be popular so fucking bad and there was this time where um i was in my spanish class and there was a substitute teacher and um, I was singing a song on my computer. And when I was singing that song, <laughs> um, people wanted me to like, or two people actually wanted me to like um, record, not record, but they wanted me to sing the song in real life. So I sung the song and they kept on asking me to sing more songs. And I was confused because I made the assumption that these people wanted me to like sing because I was actually good at singing. But there was a fucking catch. Okay, there was a catch. Before I even get to the catch, I just want to say that this is like one of the most pivotal moments of my life because it changed everything. (laughs) But... I was literally in my class and I was singing, um, you know, I was singing All the Girls Are the Same by Juice World. Um, he just died. He he actually died a month ago before I, I, I sung the song. And I guess we were talking about Juice World in class a little bit. And I sung one of his songs. And when I was singing his song, I, I saw that I saw someone recording on Snapchat, they were recording me singing the song. And I was surprised about that. And I found out that he was sending it to a group chat. 
and I was curious to know why he was doing that. And when I asked him why he was doing that, um, he said he said that he thought I was a good singer, and he told me to sing more songs. And it was embarrassing because, like, everyone in the class could hear me singing my songs. The substitute teacher could hear. And um, it was crazy. Like, yeah, it, it was a crazy moment for me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, um, I was confused because a day later, um, one of my... One of my classmates told me, like, not to sing any more songs because, like, in reality, they were just making fun of me. And I was confused about that because after I sung that song, people were giving me a lot of attention. They were like, oh, Tony, can you sing this song? Oh, yeah, Tony, uh, we should hang out sometime and you should sing more songs and stuff. And I was confused because I was receiving attention from these people and I was receiving um, a message from my classmates saying that these people were, were not my friends and they were fake. And I didn't know who to believe. And unfortunately, I believed um, the former option, which wasn't my classmate. It was the people who were lying to my face and saying that I was a good singer. So I kept on singing and it was, it was atrocious. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, like, everyone was recording me, like, singing these songs in school. I was off-key, off-beat. Everything was off. The words didn't make that much sense. And uh, it was just bad. And I, even that week, I made a group chat on Snapchat of, like, all these people who were approaching me and asking me to sing my song. So I did that. And it was embarrassing because, like, they kept on asking me to, like, um, make a rap song. And I made the rap song, but it was terrible. And it was 24 seconds long, so it actually wasn't a full song. It was just a snippet. And I literally, like, took my face from, like, fifth grade. And I, I took this random image of a person and I put it inside of that picture and I photoshopped it and I used that as the as the song cover like the song the cover for the song and I just made up some lyrics and it was bad like I'm not even going to I don't even remember what I said at this point but it was just bad and yeah um I sent it to the group chat. People were telling me that it was great. Um, after they said that it was great, they saved that uh, video to their phones. Then they sent it to other people. And I actually told them about the girl who I asked out before to homecoming, like the girl who, who said that I'm a headass for screenshotting the conversation. I told them about what happened. And I told them about, man, this girl and stuff, I want to like take her out to homecoming, but then she rejected me. And the whole group chat knew about that story. So they decided to send that song or snippet to the girl and claim that I, was, I made a song about her when I didn't. I didn't make the song about her. I, I didn't have this girl in my mind, but they sent it to her and then they made things up. 
They told this girl that she sent me nudes. They told her that I was FaceTiming her. They said all of these crazy things, outlandish things about this girl. And the girl had to post on her story. And she, she even added me on her story. And she said, yo, Tony, stop telling people that we have a thing. I literally don't know you. And I literally didn't say anything about us having a thing. I just said that I asked her out. And, you know, after that, she said that, uh, she said that I need to keep my name out of her mouth because she doesn't know me. And then, like, more people messaged her and asked her if she sent me nudes and all of this stuff. And she was just so pissed off. She was very pissed off, to say the least. I, you wouldn't believe how angry this, this woman was. Like, she was so pissed off. And all of this happens because I wanted popularity, unfortunately. Because I, I told these guys about this, about this girl rejecting me because I wanted to be popular and I wanted to look cool, like asking out a hot girl for some reason. And I made the song because I wanted to be popular. But did I really want to do these things is the question. No, I did not. I just did these things to fit in with other people because I saw the basketball kids, I saw the football kids, I saw the hockey kids. They were getting all the attention, respect. They had girlfriends, so some of them did. And I wanted that. I was like, damn it, man. Like, I'm in ninth grade. I'm not getting any girl f girls. I'm not getting nothing. And it was just a jealousy that I had. It was jealousy, to say the least. And it was just crazy. Like, oh, man. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, my ninth grade self, like, I just wanted popularity. So, um... This girl told me to stop talking to her after they told her that she that after the guys told her that uh, she sent me nudes. And the following week, I did a YOLO. Everyone said that I was good at rapping, even though I was terrible. I could, I didn't have a flow, and I even freestyled a few times at school, and it was bad. Um, I had a rap battle with this other rapper at my school, and uh, they. And people were saying that I, I was bad because I didn't have a flow and my lyrics didn't make any sense. And I agree with that. I was not a rapper. And the reason why I became a rapper is just because they wanted me, they, they were giving me attention. And before I was a rapper, no one gave me attention. But after I became a rapper and I started making music, that's when people gave me attention, but the wrong attention because they were making fun of my music and it was bad. Um, like I post, I did a YOLO on Snapchat and people were saying that I was like the best rapper in Stillwater, hyping me up for some reason. Um, it was crazy. And, uh, there was this other thing too. Wait, I need to think. Oh yeah. And like, there was this one person who, who told me that. The girl who rejected me wants me because she heard that I have a big dick. And I was like, what the fuck? I said, I said bullshit because I knew that <laughs> I knew that this girl did not want me because she literally told me to stop talking to her. And uh, she was so pissed off and stuff. And 
uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I learned a lot from these mistakes. You know, I learned a lot. Um, one thing that I, I will say is that like after I that fault that week, I kept on making music and people kept on hyping me up. Then there was just one kid who was a grade above me who I didn't know before, but he actually started talking to me because of the rap stuff. It was bad, but he started talking to me because of the rap stuff. He told me that I was good at making music, and it was just bad, man. It was just bad, and, like, I I kept on making music, and, um, yeah, it, there was even, like, this... Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention a very important part. So when I started making music, I, I actually got invited to this group chat. And in that group chat, everyone was telling me that I was bad at making music. And they said that these kids at my school are making fun of me. And uh, they're lying to my face when they say that my music is good. And I didn't believe them because I thought the popularity was just too good. And my ninth grade self was like fuck out of here with that bullshit. I want to be popular right now. And it was insane. I just wanted to be popular in high school. And I just did anything for attention. I just did anything for attention. And I didn't listen to them, even though they were telling the truth. And I even rode the same bus as these kids as well. And they kept on roasting me on the bus. Like, they said, oh, you're Tony, you're you're ugly, you have a big forehead and all this stuff. And I was just kind of like, damn, like, okay, I guess haters are going to hate. And I I even, like, compared myself to Roddy Rich, saying that haters are going to hate. And And one person said, don't ever compare yourself to Roddy Rich. And it was just hilarious. And then they dared me to freestyle. And, yeah, it was, it was still bad. And there was this one time, too, that... Like, I was by the vending machine by three people, and, like, one person asked me to freestyle. Or no, no, no. Yeah, it was actually this other time. There was this other time, yeah. I was, you know, standing um, by the vending machine, and there was, like, this girl who was, like, very attractive. And, like, she asked me if I could freestyle, and I was hesitant at first, and uh, I, I I told her that I, I I don't want to freestyle, and then like she kept on pestering me to do it, and then like some other guys came and they asked me to freestyle, and I started freestyling and I roasted this guy's shoes as well, and I just made up a lot of lyrics. <laughs> it was so bad, and like the girl said that it was that. You know, I I was pretty rude for, like, dissing the guy's shoes or whatever, but I was still good at freestyling. And at that moment, I was just kind of like, fuck, I got to keep on rapping because this girl, like, is actually giving me attention. And this did not happen before I started rapping. <laughs> it was insane. And uh, my ninth grade self was, like, so thirsty for attention like whether it's from people um, who I don't know or just people in school. And it was just insane. Like those girls that gave me attention, like those 
uh, situations are exactly the reason why I continue to make music because I enjoyed that attention from the girls. There was this other girl, too, who I was in class with, and, you know, like, I was freestyling for some of my friends on my table. This girl was sitting at the other table, and she asked me if I I made a diss track on on the girl who I who who I asked out for homecoming. And I was just like, damn, like this girl knows about it too. The cutest girl in my class knows about the song that I made. I was like, damn, this never happened before. Cause like before this girl wasn't even like talking to anyone in class, but she's talking to me. And I was just like, damn, that's amazing. And even later that week, I even like my friends like dared me to like ask her out and like I even like you know sat by her and her friend and like I tried like even before I asked her out like she said oh hi Tony and I was just like damn this girl knows my name too before like she didn't even know my name like that and then like I asked her out and she said she was already talking to someone and I was just like fuck that sucks but at the very least, like, at least she knows who I am, and at least she has a reason to talk to me. And I was just like, damn, like, these two girls are just so attractive, and they're giving me attention once I started rapping. And to all of those people in that group chat, I was just like, fuck those dudes, because I I just valued the, the attention from the girls so much that... I didn't want to listen to anyone else. It was insane. And my ninth grade self was so naive to the concept of actually, you know, being your authentic self. And I only did this because I wanted attention. And I was so unbalanced on the inside. And in reality, I was so depressed. Like, I was so depressed when... I had to like do these things for attention because I was just like no one even noticed me in school if I didn't do anything for attention. So I had to do something, you know, like when I tried to like have conversations with people, most people would just, you know, say hi and then they wouldn't say anything else. Like people wouldn't talk to me about anything pretty much. And I even had like this one friend who I had in middle school who like completely stopped talking to me in in high school and that left me very depressed because that friend that I had he had like a ton of friends and I was like so depressed at that moment and you know that was that was like a major transition for me um like during that during that rapping phase where I was like making music that's when I decided that I just wanted like to, to continue making music because I, I enjoyed the attention. And um, even after we went into quarantine, like during that year in 2020, I kept on making music and I actually started to improve. And I found ways to actually put my, my experiences and my emotions into the music. And it's amazing how this started off as a popularity contest, but then it actually turned into something real. It turned into something that I was passionate about. And 
just the fact that like those those girls that like gave me attention in ninth grade are the reason why I'm doing this is just amazing. Like I just find it insane how, you know, that transformation in ninth grade where, you know, I I did something for popularity and then I started doing it for myself. And the reason why I started doing it for myself is because during quarantine I couldn't talk to that many people from my school and I I just made music for myself at that point because I couldn't share it with anyone, you know. And even then, I was, even during quarantine, I was, I was uh, very cautious with, like, who I sent my music to because I wasn't sure if they were making fun of my music or actually vibing to my music. And I was, I was very insecure, and I... I chased popularity so much that I couldn't stop thinking about other people. I couldn't stop thinking about those people. I didn't think about myself. I did not care about myself. I didn't care if I had to, you know, literally, um, you know, eat a whole bag of chips and I had to, like, deal with stomach issues for the next two days. I didn't care about my health. I didn't care about anything. I did not care about peace. I just wanted to be the most popular kid in school. I just wanted to be talked about. I didn't care about anything else, even my grades. Like, even though I still had A's and B's, I was still, I was still uh, slacking off because I wanted to be popular. I just wanted everyone to know me in school. And it was insane how, you know, the popularity contest, you know, really did, you know, change my life because I, I made music during that phase and man, it was just, it was just crazy. You know, it was insane. Like I, I just can't believe that I made music and I, I did those things in ninth grade and just, just seeing how, you know, that transition from eighth grade to ninth grade happened is crazy to me because in eighth grade I didn't care that much about popularity mainly because in eighth grade it was a smaller school high school is way bigger it's like I don't know four times bigger than my middle school and you know the sports are taken more seriously at high school and in middle school I was just to myself most of the time but I did have a few friends and I guess the reason why I wanted to be popular in ninth grade is because um, during that time, I had the idea that high school is where everyone becomes cool. That's where every, that's when everyone, like, that's when everyone, um, you know, just starts to, starts to find um, what they're good at. And I wanted to be good at something. You know, I just wanted to fit in with those kids. And it was a bad time, man. It was, uh, uh, it was, it was tough. It was real tough. But yeah, you know, it, that transition from eighth grade to ninth grade was a huge one because in eighth grade, I, I thought about popularity, but I didn't care that much about it. In ninth grade, I just wanted to be popular because, you know, we were in high school. There were so many more, there were, there were a lot of people 
and I I wanted to like be the freshman that everyone talked about. I wanted a fresh start, ironically, but I just wanted a fresh start and I didn't want people to remember my eighth grade self. I wanted everyone to know my ninth grade self because I was like, oh, the eighth grade version of me, that's like the lame version of me. In ninth grade, I want to be the cool version of myself. I want to be the cool version of Tony. I don't want to be the lame version of Tony. The lame version of Tony, that was in middle school, but now I'm a different person. Even speaking on that, um, every few days, not, not, not every few days, but every few weeks, I, I always tried to change up my persona. Like, for example, how I have a conversation. Like, uh, during the second month of school, I was like, oh, hi, guys, my name is Tony, blah, blah, blah. And two weeks later, I was like, hi, guys, my name is Tony. Yo, what's up, bro? How you doing? Uh, did you go to the football game last night? And I started, like, putting on this persona to look cool for other people. And I started, like, doing all this different stuff. I had, I, I tried adapting to multiple personalities. I tried being more energetic. I tried doing all this stuff. Why? Because I wanted to be popular. And, yeah, that, that was a tough process. You know, it's, it's tough to watch, but... Yeah, I guess, I guess now that I look back at it, I would say my ninth grade self was very naive. You know, I, I barely had any patience. Like, when it came to popularity, I didn't want that to happen over time because of my own accomplishments. I wanted that to happen right away. Like, I, I, don't, I was not willing to wait. I just wanted popularity right at that second. I was not grateful for any of the things that I had. I didn't know anything about spirituality, anything about meditation, anything about yoga, anything about taking care of myself. Yeah, you know, I just put I put other people on a pedestal, especially women. Like I put women on such a high pedestal, the highest pedestal that you could ever imagine me putting them on. And even other people, I put them on a high pedestal cuz I had low self-esteem and low self-confidence and I needed other people to like me to feel confident about myself and yeah it was it was bad but I guess this podcast is getting pretty long it's already 42 minutes so I hope that you guys enjoyed hearing my first podcast episode on transitions and transformations in life and I hope that everyone has a good blessed good rest of their day this is Tony signing off Peace.